Welcome to another edition of Book Talk, brought to you by The Bookshelf in downtown Batesville. And we have both Chris and Mary. Good morning to you, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. You'll have to excuse me. I sound a little rough. I have what they call a toddler cold. Uh-oh. I have grandkids over the weekend, and they all had little snotty noses. God love them. And they insist on being held by Grandma. So, um, yeah, nothing major. No covid just a toddler cold. So. All right. So you can soldier through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. But I will carry on here, and we will do the um, indie bestseller, hardcover fiction list. We'll start out with that. There are a few stars on the list, so that's good. A few debuts. Um, number one, The Lincoln Highway. Amar Toll is leading the pack. Uh, Cloud Cuckoo Land. Hey, I actually said it better this week than I normally do. Anthony Dower, number two. Go Tell the Bees That I'm Gone. No surprise there. Diana Gampledon with her latest offering in that series. And number four is a debut. Wish You Were Here. It's Jody Picoult. And that's debuting. So um, you can't go wrong with her. She's, she's a great author. And Louise Erdrich with The Sentence. Um, number 12 is a debut on our list, James Corey, Leviathan Falls, debuting. And I'm guessing that's a um, science fiction, Chris? Yep, yep. Actually, that's going to, um, it's going to wrap up the series. Yeah. Awesome. <clears throat> Excuse me. Number one in the nonfiction is a debut on our list. We have a red star, Atlas of the Heart, Mapping Meaningful connection and the language of human experience and that's Brene Brown the 1619 project a new origin story and that's Nicole Hannah Jones number three the precious days essays Dan Patchett taste my life through food Stanley Tucci and the storyteller David Grohl tales of life and music uh, number seven is a debut on our list it's <laughs> <laughs> All About Me, My Remarkable Life in Show <laughs> Business. I love this guy, Mel Brooks. He is an amazing guy. <laughs> he really puts some time in stuff. And I'm sure everybody off the top of their head could name their favorite Mel Brooks movie. Um, of course, my boys would go with Blazing Saddles. You know, we just watched that movie uh, over the weekend again. <laughs> it is a classic tell you what, he can buy with a lot of stuff. Well, you can't do that now. No. He, he no. wouldn't be able to make that movie now. No. Absolutely not. No. no. But it's, it's his and it's but there, you, so. But you, you just still laugh at all the inappropriate times. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> um, paperback fiction, number one, Frank Herbert, Dean, The Song of Achilles, Madeline Miller, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, Taylor Jenkins Reid. Number four, The Night Watchman, Louise Erdrich, and The Thursday Murder Club, and that is Richard Osman. There is one debut on the list at number 11, that's uh, mm-hmm. Hervé Letelier, 
and that's the um, anomaly. And that's debuting in paperback. In the nonfiction, Braiding Sweetgrass, Robin Wall Kimmerer, The Body Keeps the Score, Bethel, Bethel van der Kolk, Entangled Life, Marlon Sheldrake, Number Four, The Best of Me, David Sedaris, and Otto Lenghi, Test Kitchen, and that's Noor Murad and Autumn Ottolenghi. The Old Farmer, well, The Old Farmer's Almanac, number six. Um, number 12, debuting on our list, The World Almanac Book of Facts 2022. Those are usually pretty popular around the holidays. Oh, absolutely. Let's see. Children, early middle grade readers, The Christmas Pig, number one, J.K. Rowling. Stunt Boy, in the meantime, that's Jason Reynolds. Uh, that's debuting, so... Um, Pony, R.J. Palacio, number four, and Daughters of the Daughter of the Deep. That's required, and, and I know we have some copies of that in because they've been going out like crazy, haven't they? Now, let's see. Uh, young Adult is a debut. Carolyn, Karen McManus. Uh, you'll be the death of me. How many times have I said that? Firekeeper's <laughs> Daughter, Angeline Boley. Hatchet, Gary Paulson, still in the top five there. Number three, Marissa Meyer with Gilded. And number five, they both die at the end. So no debuts on that list today. In the children's, Jan Brett's The Nutcracker, number one. Can't go wrong with that one. I love her stuff. Change Things, the children's system. It's Amanda Gorman. The 1619 Project, Born on the Water, Nicole Hannah-Jones. The Snowy Day, Ezra Jack Keith. Oh, that's back on there. That's an old one. I love that one. Mm-hmm. That's a My Kids. That's what, in the 50s, I think? Oh, yeah. And that always comes out at Christmas time. Yeah, that's a classic. And uh, Sandra Boynton with Woodland the number five. Children's series, Cat Kid Comic Club, Dave Pilkey. And there is a new one in that series. It's... Um, the Cat Kid Comic Club Perspective. And that's that's going out pretty good, too, because there's uh-huh. a lot of kids waiting for that one, I know. Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Jeff Kinney, number two on our list. Wings of Fire, Keith Sutherland. Harry Potter, J.K. Rowling. And Elephant and Piggy, Mo Willems, rounds out our top five in the children's series. So there you go. All on my yeah. today. Yeah, you can you can see all the lists. Um, <clears throat> of course, we only give the top five, but um, the other ones that are you know down there between that and fifteen, that which we we they do publish fifteen, are all selling so well at this time. Um, oh, yeah. The at the Christmas time, and you know when you look at what's coming out now. What you know? What is available for us to order to bring in? Um, there's not a lot out there. There's not a lot no. to pick from. Uh, I believe that this week there's only like 153 new books oh, wow. out, and next week there's only 112. And so, and and that's because uh, everything that you know the publishers <sighs> want. Yeah, and and the and consumers are looking forward to getting for Christmas is out. 
it's out yeah. there and available. It's just yeah. going to be a matter of whether or not um, it's going to be able to be delivered. You know, uh, I know that uh, our warehouses are at, at Ingram, which is where we get most of our, our uh, that's our wholesaler. They've been getting everything pulled and packaged and ready to go, and UPS has just been struggling um, to get them picked up and delivered. They're so shorthanded. You know, you feel really sorry for those men and women that are out there. I mean, their trucks are loaded, and uh, I imagine the frustration is pretty high when you don't have enough people to do. You know, you've got uh, two people doing the work of five. Yeah. You know, in in this case, so you have to give them, you know, give them up, give your delivery guy a pat on the back and thank them for, you know, the extra that they're doing this time of year Definitely. and all the mom and, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, on all the mom and pop uh, stores that depend on them, you know, UPS and FedEx and, and the postal service for the, of course, um, they're, they're all doing the best they can do. So let's let's all be a little patient. Let's all you know try to um, be kind. give each other a yes. Yeah. Be kind yes. out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's all you need to do. Um, okay. So let's let's go through here and see what USA Today. We'll see what the national national stacks up. I think we're both losing our voices here. Yeah. <laughs> it should be good today. <laughs> mm. Okay, let's see. <laughs> Twelve and a half. This is uh, leveraging the emotional ingredients necessary for business and success. Uh, this is by uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. It's kind of strange for me that this book uh, is doing so well at number one. Uh, I think maybe the um, Harper Business uh, is, is selling this definitely. It's an end of the year gift for, for a lot of um, businesses, you know, that bought this book from Harper uh, and given it to all their salesmen and their VPs. And, you know, because I don't think you're going to see this out uh, on the shelves at many bookstores right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not well would have. Not that it right. isn't interesting because right, it is. Right there next to Danielle Steele. <laughs> exactly. Um, because now this may, does make sense, Atlas of the Heart by Benet Brown, uh, Meaningful um, Connection and the Language of Human Experience. Benet Brown is very popular. We get a request for her all the time to come in and looking for her stuff. So uh, it doesn't surprise me that this is debuting right up there at the top. Cat Kid Comic Club Perspectives by Dave Pilkey. Actually, I think that's the one that should have debuted at number one. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Flippy, Molly, and Lil' Petey have new lessons planned for Melvin and Naomi. And they're 19 siblings. That's a big family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> big bunch there. The Cat Kid Comic Club. Uh, number four, we have The Real Anthony Fauci by Robert F. Kennedy. Bill Gates, Big Pharma, and the Global War on Democracy and Public Health. And, of course, that's been going on for quite some time. Nothing new there about a Big Pharma. Uh, there, are there any, any number of books you can read about um, how uh, that's, that's one of the, you know, what, almost when you talk about 
a big pharmaceutical companies, you know, now they're almost being compared to the cigarette companies Yes, um, in the 60s and how they um, <coughs> managed to um, organize and keep their product going even when they knew it wasn't necessarily good for them. Just yep. for people, they knew it, they knew it, but they did it anyway. And in this case, pharma is keeping the prices up. That, my opinion, my rant for the day. I'm done. <laughs> um, debuting at number five, uh, wish you were here. Uh, Jody P. called. A woman's life is upended when a virus breaks out. And I remember reading something about when this. You know, she didn't write this from a perspective of COVID. Uh, this was something that was already in the works before a, a COVID hit. Um, <laughs> so you know, kind of creepy. It's just timing, yeah. And, you know, this is like the third or fourth book that's come out that actually was planned before, you know. So it, it's not like this is, was not on the radar. <laughs> like this this could possibly happen to us. Um, yeah, so that's debuting at number five. Let's see if I can keep track here what, what we're doing. Um, <clears throat> Diary of a Wimpy Kid by Jeff Kenny. Uh, he's doing well. He's still hanging in there. Um, Greg is ready to give up sports, but reluctantly signs up for basketball. This is the 16th in the Diary of a Wimpy Kid, and I know there's a lot of kids that are expecting that one under the tree um, oh. in the next couple weeks. Couple weeks? Did I say yeah, couple weeks? Scary, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is scary. <clears throat> Debuting at number seven is Leviathan Falls. That's James Corey's series. Um, and as we said before, this is um, the series, The Expanse. I believe that might be on one of the streaming services. Um, very popular uh, TV show, but this is, it was based on this series, and he has just wrapped it up with Leviathan Falls. Go tell the bees that I am gone. This is Diana Gabaldon. This was number one last week, and it's fallen to seven, eight, and, and just merely because there were so many debuts. Uh, Jamie Frazier and Claire Randall are reunited with their daughter, Brianna. Um, and, but this is now set during the American Revolution. So this is the ninth in that series. And um, once again, uh, I, I think there's going to be a, a big interest in this book. Of course, I've been gone for a couple of days, so I don't know what we're going to find. I don't know what I'll find when I get back there, so it's always fun. Uh, Patricia Conwell has a new book out, Autopsy, and this is a Kay Scarpetta investigates the 25th in her series. She's wow. been doing this for a long time, and these these books, and, and the thing that that's, I think that's amazing with Case Garpetta's books is they're always fresh. They're always different. She's always yep. got, I mean, she's got some characters that she weaves in, uh, you know, that she brings along with Kay. And, um, and sometimes they, they look back on a case, you know, they'll, they'll reflect on a case that, that had happened, you know, five or six years ago, but they're, they're always unique. That's what's there's so much that goes on in in that profession, you know, kind of like CSI, you know. Oh, that, yeah. That's that's what she's doing in her books, uh, and her new one is called Autopsy. 
John Grisham. It wouldn't be Christmas time if we didn't have a John Grisham on the list, the judges list. And this is a Lacey Stoltz. I'm pretty certain that this is actually um, one of uh, John's books that he's continued a character into a second book. Um, number 11, The Christmas Pig by J.K. Rowling. That's just going to be hanging around. Really a, a cool book. Uh, this is a 9 to 99 book. If you love J.K. Rowling, you will love this book. It's just wonderful. Principles for Dealing with the Changing World Order. This is by Ray Dalio, debuting Why Nations Succeed and Fail. So this is Avid Reader Press by Simon & Schuster. Uh, this is good current events. If you've got somebody that wants to be depressed during Christmas, then here you go. This is the perfect <laughs> book for you. <laughs> dealing with the changing world. Uh, and then, of course, you've got the one next to make you feel so much better. Fear no evil by James Patterson and Dr. Alex Cross is back. Uh, he's working with Detective John Sampson. And in this one, they're the hunted. So, um, and I'm sure that they'll come out of it. You know, uh, I'm, I'm hopeful. I, I certainly don't want him to kill off Alex. <laughs> so, For sure. This is, yeah, a good suspenseful mystery. Uh, Nicholas Sparks, uh, number 14, The Wish. Uh, always, you know, always a fun book. Now, you can't always depend on Nicholas Sparks to give you a happy ending. Um, but uh, this, he does write a good book, and, and it's a great story. So if you need to escape, uh, no doubt Nicholas Sparks is there for you. Atomic Habits by James Clear. There are still people out here who are going to fix themselves. And, uh, and, of course, you get into that spirit, you know, when you, you're out and you're visiting your friends and you go to their homes and, oh, they've done such a good job decorating and the party is so nice and, you know, their, the menu is so perfect and you come home and you think, oh, man, I can do that. Maybe for 10 minutes. <laughs> and say, uh, oh, I'm good. <laughs> Give me the easy yeah. chair. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So that's the family habits. All American Christmas by Rachel Compass Duffy. And that's a collection of uh, family photographs and Christmas recipes from our Fox News personality. And that's still doing well. The Storyteller by David Grow. You know, if you like good, um, uh, a good book about uh, the sex, drugs, and rock and roll, which, of course, this, well, he wasn't quite uh, a devotee of that, but uh, he, he's a great uh, composer and, and some good music that he's pulled, and uh, it tells a lot about, you know, his bandmates, other people, you know, being on the road uh, for, is that Coldplay? Or am um, I getting him mixed up with somebody else? Can't, I can't remember. So that's the storyteller by Dave grow how the grinch stole christmas it is not christmas without that book here it is back and um and it's how every who in the whoville almost lost christmas there's been everything there's been movies there's been tv shows there's uh cartoons on disney so um but what i think you Just like that, Hello. we dropped the call. Yes. That's weird. 
So, Tom, you read any good books lately? Well, um, actually, uh, the uh, subject of my interview uh, yesterday, uh, John Keyswetter about uh, Joe Nuxall, the old left-hander and me. I, I heard much of that. That sounded interesting. Were you able to get through that one? Um, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to be reading it. I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to get me a copy of it. I'm, I've okay. got one uh, on order right now, as a matter of fact. You mean he didn't send you a uh, complimentary review copy and, uh, they usually do that so you can review it before the interview. Well, I didn't get, no, not before the interview. No, oh, did okay. not get it before. So. All right. Mm. Well, hopefully he's not charging at least. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully we'll, uh, hear back from the, uh, bookshelf ladies uh just uh, sometimes this these things happen in uh with modern technology the line just uh appeared to go uh, dead there uh you know uh i've uh not read a lot lately i'm about halfway through uh dave fry out of greensburg's uh, book he wrote about uh his his own uh, personal kind of uh, memoir that he wrote uh, mm-hmm. and uh, about halfway through that but sadly i i've been about halfway through that for uh, quite a long time. <laughs> I, it's one of those deals where you pick up a book and you just tear through it in the course of a weekend. You get halfway through and then you put it down and then uh-huh. weeks pass, weeks pass. Hi, is this Mary and or Chris? I'm sorry, we dropped the line. Yeah, this is Mary. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Yeah, but, um, yeah I'm here. Just one of those gremlins, but uh, as yeah, you were yeah. saying... <laughs> Talking about the Grinch, you yes. know, and that's what happened. I bet the Grinch did it. <laughs> I bet he did. <laughs> Thinks we're in Whoville or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I I still tear up when that cartoon comes on. Yes. I think that's one of the best ones. I I like the cartoon version. Wasn't real thrilled with the Jim Carrey thing, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Give me the original Dr. Seuss cartoon. I'm happy. It's like the Peanuts specials. You don't need anything. They don't need to be remade ever. (laughs) Just leave them alone. Yep. Yeah, Yeah. when... When they started doing all the extras, it's like, oh, come on. Don't mess with a good thing. Yeah. yeah. The original <laughs> Boris Karloff's uh, narration and yes. uh, Thurl Ravenscroft did Tony the Tiger's voice uh, singing oh, uh, yeah. You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. There yeah. you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Scary part of it is I know all the words to this. <laughs> <laughs> You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. But can you sing as low as Thurl? That's what we want I to know. I probably could with my throat the way it is today. <laughs> I, sound, I sound like him. <laughs> well, we're trying to get your partner back in with you, but uh, I guess uh, if uh, as soon as it rings and when she comes in, I'll... Uh, well, we'll take her call, but she'll probably have to call the studio line. Uh, and uh, so if but if we get her, we'll join her in. And uh, if not, we'll continue on. OK, well, we'll we'll continue on. Let's see. Are, are we on right now? Uh, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Don't don't use your usual profanity because we're on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it clean. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. So I'll I'll continue out the um, uh, USA Today bestsellers. Um we went on and on about the Grinch, so that's a classic, and we, and we do still have that original Dr. Seuss book in the store. So, um, no, no watered down versions of that one. So, come in and get the real thing. Um, n- number nineteen on our list. It ends with us, Colleen Hoover, still on there, and that's uh, Ryle Kincaid's relationship with Lily becomes complicated when a man from her past shows up. So, there you go. Uh, Stranger in the Lifeboat, Mitch Album. He slipped down to number twenty, but um, it's still, it's still. I think it's going to be a good book for Christmas. It's a group of shipwrecked passengers pull a strange man from the sea who claims to be the Lord. So there you go. Um, we have. Um, well, let's talk about all the Christmas books we have in stock today. We um, try and keep up, you know, with 
And all those, you know, the normal ones that everybody wants, you know, the Polar Express, the Grinch, um, Santa, uh, Night Before Christmas, all the classics. Um, I know there were a lot of babies, new babies this year, so um, they're going to need their copies of the books. They come in, because it's great to give a book for Christmas, and it's great to give a book before Christmas, too, if you want to do something fun with the kids. Um, St. Nick was um, last week on the 6th, but, um, you know, it's never too late just to pop out a book for no reason. Right, right. You know what? I think if Chris would hang up, I think we could call her. Yeah. On, on the other line, actually, because I don't think we can, since they answer in the office, I don't think I can merge those. So I guess if you yeah. speak DTMF, you now have her number. But uh, if she can just take this call, we'll, we'll have her joined in as well. But otherwise, uh, otherwise, we'll just it, do it to the end here. We'll yeah, exactly. We're close. Yeah. But um, again, come in. Our we, um, gift cards or gift certificates are a great fit for anybody. We are doing um, a little special thing we put in with our gift certificates. You can get 20% off your purchase um, through January 31st if you use your gift card by then with, with the little coupon. So that's always good. And then we have um, our, a lot of our catalogs left with the 20% off, you know, for right now. And that's good to the end of December if you've gotten one of those in the mail or you come in and, you know, ask for one. We can we can do that for you. So, uh, Well, we have plenty left. Oh, yeah. That's what I said. We have lots left. Welcome <laughs> back. So, yeah, yeah we, we we got a lot of good deals going on, and, and we're, we're stocked up pretty good I um, with stuff. So, and, but, you know, it's, it's tricky. You, your best bet right now is to buy what we have in stock rather than try and order because, what do you think, Chris? Are we about getting scary well, on the order time? I think they're, they're starting to catch up. Uh, you know, I checked uh, yesterday, and uh, two of the shipments that were due to come in on Friday are uh, should be driving around on a UPS truck today, so we should get those in today. Um, I think they're they're starting to catch up. As as we said, they're they're just doing the best they can. Um, so. You know, it's going to be, we, it's, they told us that we can't guarantee anything if it's not in stock, it, you know, right. at this point, at this week. Um, next week, you know, it was nothing for us to order on December the 23rd and expect yep. it to come in on Christmas Eve. We have always received shipments in on Christmas Eve. I don't think that's going to happen this year. Um but we've got, as you, I just caught that snippet when I managed to get back on. <laughs> um, that we, we did, we've been stocking since July. They've been telling the, us this since July, that it's going to be a bad season. And so we've made every effort to um, have a, a good handle on having stocks available uh, for our uh, for our customers and for our clients and our patrons, and um, so I think we're, I think we're good to go. Good, I think so too. So, so come in and see what we got because we do have a lot of good stuff. So. And uh, ladies, unfortunately, we are out of time. And uh, quickly, if you can give us your uh, location, hours, and your phone number, please. Okay, Chris, you go for it. I'll go for it since you're barely speaking. Yeah. Um, we are 
We're open uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday from 11 to 5. On Saturday, 